Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. In this episode, meet lead pastor of the New Life Fellowship Church, Rich Velotis, and global speaker and Protestant evangelist, Anne Graham Lotz. Enjoy. Hi, this is Rich Velotis, the author of The Deeply Formed Life, Five Transformative Values to Root Us in the Way of Jesus. I wrote my book because I'm a pastor and I've seen these values play out in our community. I've seen people impacted in New York City and around the world by this paradigm, this framework of values of trying to follow God in the world. Additionally, I wrote this because when people think about spiritual formation, particularly in you know Christian traditions, values that I offer are not typically held together. And so there are values such as prayer or Bible study, you know, silence and solitude, and people think, yeah, that's spiritual formation. What I wanted to do was talk about, yes, what does it mean to have a life with God and prayer and contemplation, but also what does it mean to look within, having a life of interiority and emotional health? And from these two places, from a spiritual formation perspective, engage matters of race, sexuality, and justice. And so when I think about why I wrote it, I'm trying to offer a fresh perspective for the future of Christianity as it pertains to spiritual formation. When I think about recording my audiobook, it was exhilarating. It was great to just be in a booth and read these words. I hadn't seen these words in over a month or so. So to come back to them was pretty cool. Additionally, it was pretty exhausting being in a small contained space for a couple of days wore me out, but at the same time, it was just a wonderful, wonderful experience. I realized I had trouble pronouncing a couple of words, any word that ended with R-L-Y, and this is just all the time, whether like similarly, like similar, like I have to work really hard to say similarly. I found myself getting tripped up a lot on words like that. I'm proud that I was able to finish just in a couple of days. I was dreading having nightmares of having a prolonged kind of experience where it just went on and on and on. But I'm really proud that I was able to do it in a couple of days. And I'm excited that listeners are going to be able to hear me. And in particular, the points of emphasis that I wanted to make. There are areas in the writing where I don't know if other people would have picked up the particular areas of emphasis. So I'm excited that listeners will be able to hear it from my perspective. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, oh, this is easy. I would cast either Morgan Freeman <laughs> or Jim Dale of this Harry Potter series. 
man, how cool would it be for either of those two guys to read it? It would have sounded a lot better, that's for sure. But those are the two folks I would probably cast. The last audio book that I listened to that I loved, it was actually Harry Potter. And I am very new to audiobooks. I started listening to audiobooks just a couple of months ago. I had read the Potter series a couple of years ago and wanted to go through it again. And so I read the first four books. But by book five, I thought, you know what? Let me try to listen on an audiobook. And I was just blown away by this guy and by the book and the different characters and his acting brilliance as he read everything. So that's probably the most recent book that I loved because I don't have much experience with others. My favorite place to listen to audiobooks is two places in particular. While I'm running, you know, exercising in the neighborhood, it's a wonderful place. I I get so engrossed in it that I forget that I'm running, which my body thanks me for. And I love listening to it while washing dishes or just, you know, cleaning up the house. It distracts me from <laughs> what I'm actually doing there. And now, listen to a clip from my audiobook. Our lives can easily take us to the brink of burnout. The pace we live at is often destructive. The lack of margin is debilitating. We are worn out. In all of this, the problem before us is not just the frenetic pace we live at, but what gets pushed out from our lives as a result. That is, life with God. Educator and activist Parker Palmer makes a compelling case that burnout typically does not come about because we've given so much of ourselves that we have nothing left. He tells us, it merely reveals the nothingness from which I was trying to give in the first place. This is Anne Graham Lotz, author of The Light of His Presence, Drawing Near to the Heart of God Through Prayer. I wrote my book because I struggle with prayer. And as I've written my prayers down, it has helped me with my concentration and also with content. So as I've collected prayers over the years, and then I did write some new ones for this volume, I felt perhaps my written prayers could help somebody else who also struggles in prayer. Sometimes it helps to use somebody else's word to jumpstart our own prayers. And I was inspired to do this really by the prayers in the Bible itself. One of my favorite prayers, or the one I go back to again and again, especially for prayer for our nation, is in Daniel chapter 9. In fact, I wrote a book entitled The Daniel Prayer, and it was It's Daniel's prayer for his people when they came under judgment, and I've used that as my prayer for America also. And then another prayer that I've been meditating on is the Gospel of John chapter 17, and it's a prayer that Jesus prayed the night that he was betrayed, right before he was crucified. He wasn't teaching his disciples to pray. They overheard him in prayer. And so that's an incredible prayer that outlines intimacy with God the Father. And then the Psalms, you know, the Psalms are, many of them are David's prayers. So so I was inspired by the help that I've received through prayers written in Scripture that maybe I could encourage others in their prayers by writing down my prayers. I do not want to imply that my prayers are inspired or infallible like the Scriptures are, but maybe they would be a help to somebody who has struggled. 
If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be, I would say, a blessing. Because this was not a book written like a novel or like a commentary or like a Christian life book. These are prayers. And these prayers originated in my heart, on my knees. And then to go back through and read them, you know, was very special because they're very personal. In fact, I was thinking as I was reading them that I need to go back and use some of those words that I'd written for prayers that I need to pray now. So it was a blessing. I have to chuckle. Heinousness is a word that I had to ask for help with. And then some of the names of people who are quoted in the book. One was a Norwegian name, Ole Hollisberry or Hollisby. Anyway, I still have trouble with that name. We had to look it up and have it pronounced for us online some of those things. But otherwise, my books don't have high-sounding words. They're very easy to read, just normal, everyday language. So I didn't have trouble pronouncing too many. Sometimes I stumbled, but I pray that you'll be blessed. And now, listen to a clip from my audiobook. Great, perfect high priest, I worship you, the one who understands the feelings of my infirmities. You are tender, gentle, A bruised reed you will not break, smoking flax you'll not quench. You never grow tired or weary. I confess that sometimes I do feel weary, breakable, lonely, as I stand for you and speak out for you when so few others do. You don't blame me for my weariness and weakness. Instead, you sympathize with me. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening. For more behind-the-mic content and audiobook recommendations, visit www.penguinrandomhouseaudio.com slash nextlisten.